0: Welcome to Jawbone with Dr. J and Dr. J. I'm John Monza, professor of strategy at the Joint Advanced Warfighting School, and I am joined by Dr. John Michaelshek, professor of theory and history at JAWS. Today, John, we've got a, an interesting topic, and, and it's a, a bit of an internal struggle here at school, which is how we integrate international students into our curriculum. and. The problem with this, why we're having this struggle, is that we fully understand uh, the desire to have international students uh, at all of these war colleges and and command and staff colleges, but it, it also makes it extremely difficult because that means that our instruction has to be done, in the greatest part, at the unclassified level, and that is difficult then with our our American uh, students, and also there is a push for us to have more classified instruction. So this desire for more international students, but have more classified instruction, there's some friction there. John, jump in.
1: Yeah. So the the genesis of this episode has been over the last I don't know two years. We've received guidance, and this is across all PME, not just JAWS, that schools will incorporate more classified instruction and more international fellows or international students, as they're called. And that, when immediately, you know, this was not lost on the people that wrote all these things, that it's hard to incorporate more international fellows and do classified briefing. Case in point is JAWS. We went to the Indo-PACOM headquarters last year um as a lot of other pme war colleges do in our our big indo pacom headquarter day we you know we it was good discussions but it was all unclass in an example so when we uh jaws went to the indo pacom headquarters we had a a pretty good brief on the indo pacific but because of we had international fellows and non five eyes non nato the briefs become you know they cover the area so what is the second island chain up to what's the first island chain up to if we could keep it classified then we can get into some of the real the real dirt the nitty-gritty
0: well john let me jump in so you know i fully understand this guidance to have more international students you and i i think both have great relationships with international students and we've worked all over the world i I really understand why we want to Go to school with these students, develop relationships with them, uh, because we're going to see them on the battlefield. And when we're planning, we need to be able to plan with these these international students. So the intent is absolutely understood. Where it really becomes difficult is in a place like Jaws, though, where yep. we only have forty five students. You know, I understand at the other war colleges, it, where there are three or four hundred students, you bring in students from all around the world. They're getting lessons in American culture and how we think, and that's great, and they take that back to their countries. But when you only have 45 students, it makes it extremely difficult to set up really a second program uh, for yeah. the international students. And and the risk is we're offending them when we don't include them in, in classwork, but then when we do include them, the level of instruction at the unclassified level I don't think meets the needs of the combatant commands where most of our students go for their next assignments.
1: Yeah. And that is one of the problems. And, uh, that's, I think the fundamental problem. And I've been arguing this for years because I think having international fellows is awesome. And, uh, like, and, and I was writing down, so this year we have Georgians, two Indonesians, a Czech, three Brits past, we had UAE, we had student dismayed brigadier general, Germans, they bring a lot of different perspectives in class, so in class, it's awesome. Particularly uh, two years ago when I did the World War II course, I had a German in it. He brought for a much different take experience, um, and his grandfather was actually in one of the uh, German divisions that fought. Added a lot of color, made everyone just really think about the war. But the issue we have, John, is where we're unique and more elite than the rest of the war colleges is we have forty five. So we can't, and you know, I'm a team player. We like to do we even Jaws has a volleyball team, which we are one to know, and we which has a large contingent of international fellows. Where say at you're at Carlisle where you have hundreds of students, It's easier. You have the infrastructure, you have the a number of people that you can kind of do a separate program at Jaws. We got 10 faculty, 45 students, and that's a quarter of our students are international. So it's basically saying, hey, you know, we give them the Heisman. You can't come and play here. You go, go walk around D.C. And that's the problem we're having.
0: I think there's also a little problem with the JAWS mission, which is much more focused than the other war colleges. The other war colleges are creating much more uh, of a generalist graduate our graduates are campaign planning specialists. So when I was coming here, what I, what I expected to see was the students pouring through the classified campaign plans and much of the instruction uh, to be classified. But again, we're not able to do that with the international students. So so how we bridge that gap is one of the struggles that we deal with with every day.
1: Yeah. And there are some pros and cons to either way um as i mentioned some of the positives and this is not it's not a problem just for jaws it's different because we're small uh, but throughout my career when i taught at the intermediate level so think majors we saw so at fort leavenworth it was army you had dozens and dozens of countries and non-nato and there they have all these stories how 20 years later, these guys were fours, and now they're generals, and they help in an operation, humanitarian assistant, and it's great. But I think at that level, with that many students, you can get away with it. But as you said, we're the only war college with a really narrow mission, and I think it's a good mission. It helps us when we're doing all our curriculum. But I think with the internationals, they do bring extra flavor, extra perspectives, which I think is particularly in history really useful but it is i think at the same time if we were to go say nato only five eyes they're they could get into the weeds more in planning and i think that would meet a better intent of not only the chairman dod but the taxpayer
0: yeah i agree with that i mean this uh this school i think just 5 years ago was all only american students and a lot of classified instruction and then it became Five eyes only, and for the listeners who don't know, that's intelligence-sharing community that is the United States, the United Kingdom, Australia, New Zealand, and Canada. Got it. So those students uh, during that time period could share a lot more uh, classified planning, and then this push came for a a much broader uh, cross-section of international students, and, and the school became almost wholly unclassified in instruction. So I don't know, John. I don't know what the, the future is on this. We're, we're just uh, really highlighting today the struggle of trying to take these two different sets of direction for more international students and more classified instruction and, and trying to find some balance in there that, that'll make it work.
1: Yeah. And if anyone has any grand ideas, uh, I put my email at the end of every podcast I post. Let me know because we're currently doing, John and I, we sit in our offices for hours, 12 hour days, grinding. Weekends and holidays. Working on curriculum, how we can make it more elite, more better. <laughs> and practicing our English. <clears throat> yeah, it's, it's, that's what ChatGPT is for. And we have some ideas. And next year, I can't remember the crop coming in, but if you had any ideas how. You think you you see international fellow, international students, how we could better join them. Maybe is there a way to, to do the best of both worlds where you have them both, but like two kind of tracks? We're all ears. So let me know. John, do you have anything else to say on this puzzling question?
0: No, you know, I think it's just uh, it shows, despite all our joking, we're seriously working hard down in this little school trying to make it as uh, elite Uh, as possible to give the taxpayers their return on investment with all these kernels that we push through this, this course. And uh, we're just up against a a rock and a hard place uh, trying to handle this, this current direction of more international students and more classified instruction. Yeah.
1: And I think for some of this, there's not an easy answer. It won't be a good answer, just like some of the students when, when they at oral comps answer, what is war? But What you can do, continue to read your Clausewitz, and you'll be just fine.